Uh, Kenny Griswold, this is your house. You live here in the Hollywood Hills. This is where Entourage was shot. The Farrelly brothers are your friends. You've ended up on the editing room floor a number of times. Action! <laughs> hey, this is Kenny Griswold. Welcome to my house. I hope you like it. Uh, we shot uh, Entourage here for three of the eight years, and um, there's no way I'm watching rugby wrap-up. No way. Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby Talk with San Diego prop Paul Mullen and superstar pundits Brian Ray. Dan Power, Ronan Nelson, and Colby Marshall. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pub, and Lean and Limber, stretch your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in sunny San Diego at our satellite studio talking Major League Rugby in the shadows of the San Diego Legion, the very impressive San Diego Legion. And before we get to my colleagues Dan Power and Mr. Brian Ray and Ronan Nelson and Kobe Marshall, let's go to the interview that we got with Mr. Paul Mullen of the Legion. Paul, is it true that... You are from the Aran Islands. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Inishmore, Aran Islands, small island off the coast of Galway. So when you were a wee lad growing up in Inishmore and the Aran Islands there, beautiful setting off the coast of Galway, did you ever once foresee being part of the Texas Rugby Union All-Star team? Uh, no, that was, uh, I actually didn't see that coming at all at all. It was, uh, it was actually just later on when I was in college in Texas that that, that opportunity came up and I, uh, and I hopped on it, yeah. The opportunity for college from Ireland, you went to Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my father wouldn't at the time did really know much about rugby. And uh, basically he knew it was a contact sport. And his advice to me, or it wasn't really advice, it was kind of you're told. So it was like, uh, get it, get your degree first. And once you get your degree, you can go back and play, uh, play a bit of rugby if you, if you still want to, you know. So uh, long story short... Uh, Spent a long time in college in Texas A&M and got my degree and, and here I am now playing a bit of rugby. So uh, so happy out. I'm just doing the math here. So you had U18s, U19s, U20s with Munster, one of the best rugby, professional rugby teams on the planet. Then you had U20s with Team USA, but you also played professionally over in Newcastle. So Munster, Newcastle, Aran Islands, Ireland, and then to the Houston Sabercats and San Diego. Is it that you've been so tormented by the bad weather that you have to play in these climates? Not really, no. I mean, San Diego, it's a lovely climate, but the Aran Islands are also fairly tropical islands off the, uh, off the west coast of Ireland. So it's, uh, I, I do like the, the, the waters right beside us here, so it does remind me at home. It's, uh, it's, it's a lovely spot. Tropical islands, the Aran Islands. You're forgetting yours truly was there. My grandmother is a bound to slow girl for outside Galway. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends what time of, what time of year you go. But in the summer, it, it's, it's a lovely spot. The winter, maybe not so much. I might have exaggerated a bit. But uh, yeah, no, it's a lovely spot. And to be here in San Diego, it's a lovely, lovely coast. Uh, we're swimming and even swimming now in February. I mean, you wouldn't really be doing that too often at home. So it's, uh, it's a lovely spot, yeah. All right, so folks at home... For specifically the San Diego Legion fans were all worried sick when Paddy Ryan went to Japan. The Paddy Ryan, the tight head prop. But then they brought a guy named Paul Mullen in, another Irish sounding name. And you have not missed a beat, my friend. You have, you've played a lot of minutes. Your team is on top of the table. Was there any pressure? I mean, listen, all I can do is do the best I can. So, uh, so that's all I can do, really. So, I mean, uh, and if it's 
I mean, yeah, that's all I can do. Give, give, give it a shot, give it everything I can, and, and hopefully it'll, it'll pay off. All right, you got to get back to training. I know your time is uh, precious. Got some questions from the locker room for you. Okay. Uh, number one, and this is the San Diego Legion locker room. Okay. Anonymous questions from your teammates. Uh, do you like the nickname Prize Bowl? Um, I mean, there's worse, so it's, it's not too bad, yeah. It's grand. Can you tell us the origin? I have no idea. Uh, James Hilderbrand might be able to elaborate, but uh, I have no idea where it came from. Yeah. What's the latest book that you're reading? I am reading, I actually read um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I'm getting a bit of slag in here, but uh, I read that book, yeah. But I also read uh, an autobiography by one of the, uh, the hurling managers at home, so that's probably the, the latest. All right, you've got 17 caps, I believe, with Team USA. Who was your favorite roommate on the Rugby World Cup Tour? Ooh, uh, ooh. Oh, uh, I had a good time with Bryce <clears throat> in, in Osaka. Yeah, Bryce was good. Um, actually, we were with Bryce mostly the whole time. All right. So, so I get... Good. Yeah, yeah, he had to be good, yeah. <laughs> so, Bryce, okay, that leads us to a, a riddle. What grows by the inch yet is cut by the foot? Oh, Jesus. Grass, is it? Ding, 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 circle gets the square. So do people stop you on the streets because you're the star prop for the San Diego Legion in Major League Rugby or because your brother wins all the bicycle medals? Yeah, probably the brother, yeah, he's... Probably has a better looks too, you know, so uh, I'm just uh, in the shadow. Final question for you. What the Sam Hill is an Aggie? What's an Aggie? Ah, an Aggie is a person that doesn't lie. Well, I can't give you the whole spiel off the, you know, off the... An Aggie, it's, I suppose, it's a hard worker, you know, like we like our tradition. And uh, basically, you know, if, if you with an Aggie, you want to get, get what, you, uh, what, you, what you paid for. All right, finally, I'm going to ask you to do a Texas accent because you are a, a bona fide Texan, and I want you to say, I'm, I'm Paul Mullen, you're watching Rugby Wrap-Up, right into that camera. Howdy, folks, I'm Paul Mullen, and you're watching Rugby Wrap-Up. Well, Drop the mic. Patty Ryan who? Paul Mullen's making him like the next Wally Pip. Google it. We'll be right back with more Major League Rugby. Join the party at the HSBC LA Sevens International Rugby Tournament. Experience the world's best rugby teams, including the New Zealand All Blacks, England, Ireland, Olympic champion Fiji, and more. All looking to steal the crown from the defending champions, USA. Over 40 games, 16 teams, and nonstop action. Come be a part of the best rugby weekend in America. February 29th and March 1st in Los Angeles. Get your tickets now at LA7sRugby.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if I was in San Diego and didn't bring in the resident expert on the San Diego Legion, Mr. Ronan Nelson, I should be fogged. And therefore, here is Mr. Ronan Nelson. Ronan, good to see you. I appreciate you having me back. And Ronan, San Diego Legion are at the top of the table, and they haven't even suited up the MVP of the league yet from last year, Mr. Joe Peterson. What's the Joe Peterson story? I don't want to talk about the Joe Peterson story because Joe Peterson is his own person. He knows what's going on with the team. The reason why San Diego has been successful the last two years is on him. In his absence, it's been completely on Luke Burton. Luke Burton has absolutely changed the dynamic from this team from somewhere where uh, a few years ago, Ty Gleader had them kicking for possession every game. Last year, Joe Peterson had them running inside lines most of the game. And this year, Luke Burton is a combination of both. He's a dynamic player on his own feet. He passes the ball well in the tight spaces, and he finds the possession deep into opposing territory, as we saw last week against New England. You know, I can't really argue with any of that. That's amazing. But, but when Peterson does come back, it's going to be just another weapon for Rob Hoadley to, to work with. But that's the beauty of competitive sport. I mean, if you have two amazing players, Joe Peterson and Luke Burton, who are going to be fighting for positions in Major League Rugby in its third season, doesn't that just show the state of the game? 
in America at this stage when you have two world-class operators at 10 fighting for a spot for a team that's first in the league who looks like they're going to run through the next three teams in a row. And that's why he is the resident expert that's a resident of San Diego, Mr. Ronan Nelson. Thank you. Get the hell out of my studio. <laughs> <laughs>
and look out when they do. Not lost in this was a, was a nice win on the road for NOLA and NOLA Nate Osborne's troops. The next one up, Old Glory, Houston, Brian. Uh, my least favorite game of the weekend by a wide margin. Uh, too many dumb penalties from both teams, bad handling, just stop start the whole game. It was kind of painful to watch, to be honest. Houston really struggled in the second half. Uh, they just gave, gave away too many penalties, and Robertson took advantage with his boots. So, uh, you know, good win on the road for Old Glory. Uh, kind of pretty disappointing, you have to say, for Houston. I have to agree with Brian here, Matt. Uh, not sure what's going on down in Houston. Just an inability to score points seems to be hurting them. Very competitive at the set piece, their forward pack uh, playing well uh, as well. So just got to figure out how to get over that try line, Matt. You know, I don't think penalty kicks from Sam Windsor are going to get them into the playoffs. So need to figure out the try scoring and quickly. I will say this. I just interviewed Paul Mullen here with San Diego, replacing Patty Ryan, who everybody thought was irreplaceable. But he was a big component of that Houston pack last year. Moving on, Utah, Austin, your Gilgronies, Dan. Listen, Matt, I'm not going to lie to you. I am a diehard Gilgroniac since day one. Uh, say my prayers, eat my vitamins. You know, the whole Gilgroniac code is ingrained in my DNA. I thought we had this one won, Matt. I really did. I was with uh, the professor, Pete Steinberg. He hit the refresh button after 80 minutes, and it said 20 all. I started to cry. We were just about to go on on, uh, on live TV in Seattle. Broke my heart. But improved performance from Austin and Utah again. I think starting to look a little better as well. Austin, not as bad as everyone thought they were. Utah, again, a good performance there and, and probably wouldn't have seen the Utah of old come back and draw that game. So a lot of positives from both sides in this one. The guys that aren't known for drinking tied the guys that are named after a drink. Yeah, certainly. Well, an entertaining game if a little bit sloppy. i got to say, uh, Frank Halai, big impact for Austin when he came on at halftime. Big pickup for them. And Wapa did pretty well aside from that little yellow card in the first half. So, uh, Things are looking up for us, and confidence is growing. And those names on the backs of the jerseys are appealing still. But let's skip to Sunday. Rooney, ATL, Daniel. I did not see this one coming, but I also didn't see the uh, the Hunko and Hewitt Express rolling into the Rugby United lineup there late in the week. So Atlanta, they uh, lose their undefeated record for the year. Rooney seemed to be growing in strength to strength. Hunko, what an addition he's going to be to that back row that was hurting with injuries, as you know, Matt. Yeah, I'm not going to brag about a certain correspondent slash pundit out of New York getting that breaking story. But Brian... Yeah, you know, uh, ATL did a little bit of a rotation in their lineup, probably not quite as connected as they were in defense previously. And uh, Rooney just controlled field position really well. Kyle Marsh played uh, pretty well in that one. And uh, the floors just... Did a job, like I said, Hanko and, and Hewitt uh, coming into that roster. Big pickups for them. So uh, a good win uh, for them on the road to get back on track. Last match, New England versus San Diego. Daniel. Yes, San Diego, undefeated, and uh, you're in their backyard, so only good things from your Manonu might actually track you down today, Matt, so be careful. But uh, great performance from both sides, I thought. I thought the game was actually pretty fun to watch. Nate Augsburger picks up an injury, and after that, San Diego kind of lost direction for a little bit there, and New England clawed their way back into it. But I want to give a shout-out to Sam Wuching, probably the best game I've seen him play in the red and black. Um, and, again, probably forces his way back into contention with Gary Gold this year if he keeps playing like that. Yeah, absolutely. Once Augsburger went off, they did. Uh, they lost a bit of direction. Uh, I mean, they were almost completely asleep when John Poland took that quick tap in for a try. So, But they snapped out of it right at the end. They got points when it mattered. They pulled away, got the win. So uh, 
good win for them. They keep trucking on, and uh, they'll only get better just uh, if they can just deal with uh, Augsburger's injury. We're not sure how long he's going to be out for, but uh, uh, they still look very strong. Uh, yours truly was just at San Diego's uh, training session. Nate was doing some physical activity, walking, stretching, that kind of thing, like jogging, so it's looking okay for him. But we got to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with previews. Don't go anywhere. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. Welcome back. Before we get to Dan and Brian for the previews, we do have Mr. Colby Marshall with his recurring feature. Take it away, Colby. Colby Marshall here, and I want to give you my takeaways from week three in the MLR. One is my player of the week, and that's Nate Brakeley from Rugby United New York. Brakeley was all over the pitch on Saturday. He had 60 total ruck rivals against Atlanta, 19 total tackles, six lineout takes, and a lineout steal, and was a big part in giving ATL their first loss of the season. Two is Sam Malcolm from Toronto. The fullback accounted for 24 of Toronto's 39 points against the Seawolves. He's been a part of the first team MLR for the past two weekends. His team's 3-0, so it'll be interesting to see if he can keep up not only his form of play, but continue to aid his team to winning ways. Three is my best player in a losing effort, and that's Tion Lutz from Houston. Tion was all over DC. He ran for over 100 meters, had 13 carries, and really gave them fits with his offloading and dynamic playmaking ability. Thank you, Colby. You're not here in the studio for me to kick out of the studio, so we'll just have to do it virtually. Uh, in the meantime, Dan and Brian, we have big games coming up this weekend. San Diego at NOLA, a big game. Dan. Yeah, a little torn on this one because I, your, your news on Nate has got me a little you know, back and forward, but I'll go NOLA at home in this one. San Diego, first loss on the road. It'll be a tight one, though, two points. I'm going with the Legion. I just left their camp and they're getting the rugby wrap-up bump. Brian. Yeah, I'm going to go San Diego, but uh, I agree with Dan. This is a really close one to call. I think we got a few coin tosses this week, so uh, it's going to be fun in the uh, prediction front. Old Glory at the Gilgronies. Dan, your boys. Matt, are you really asking me this uh, question? Come on. It's Gilgronies all day. I've decided ride or die, I'm going the whole year, I'm going to pick the Gilgronies. So Gilgronies by 25. Just kidding, by five. I'm going with my boys from the East, Old Glory. They're making me look good. Brian. Uh, I'm going to take the old uh, the, the Texan lamb on this time. I'm going to go with the Gilgronies to get their first win in uh, almost two years now. So uh, I like it. I'm going to go with Austin. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Utah at Colorado. Two teams that are scrapping a little bit, Dan. Yeah, the, uh, the Rocky Mountain Showdown here. So quick little trip. The altitude probably not going to be a factor because, as we know, Salt Lake's also uh, up in the thin air. So I will go on the road, the Warriors, to get going. I just think they've got more talent, 1 through 15, and a little more depth on the bench as well. I like that, the, the Rocky Mountain rumble. Uh, I'm going to go with Utah, the Warriors. I think they got some more positive stuff going on, and I think they're, the, the Raptors are a little bit snake bit right now, but that could make them dangerous. This is a tough one to pick but I'm going to go with the Warriors. Next one is a tough one because Seattle, can they go 0-4, Brian? Uh, I don't think they were. I thought uh, they would get a win a couple weeks ago, but I don't think they can go 0-4. I think they're going to beat the Free Jacks. They're a little bit beat up. And, uh, yeah, I just think Seattle is too good a team to go 0-4. So I'm going to go Seattle at home. Yeah, again, I'm going to stick to the definition of, ins of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting uh, a different result only because Adrian Balfour is the worst person you want haunting you if you pick against his team. I'm going with Seattle. Sunday, Toronto at ATL, Dan. 
Really tough one. I think ATL will be a much better side. Brian mentioned that rotation. I think Scott Lawrence will have his strongest side out. I think he had this game circled pretty early on. But I don't I don't know how you pick against Toronto right now. They look so good in Seattle. They're battle-tested on the road. They're used to it. So I'll go Toronto to spring an upset. Well, it's not an upset. To get the win down there by three points. Sammy Malcolm. Sammy the Boot to win it on full time. I like that, Sammy the Boot. You're, you're, you're gutsy with that call. How about you, Brian? Yeah, I got to agree with that. It's going to be really tough. It'll be the A side for ATL out there. So close game, but these guys get it done. I like what Scott Lawrence is doing. He's, he's managing the players' playing time, but the arrows are going for it all out of the gate. Arrows in that one. Finally, Rooney at Houston. Let's go to you, Brian. Yeah, another uh, close call, but Houston just look a, a little bit out of sorts. I think New York has their tails up a bit, so I'm going to go with them uh, to pick up another win on the road. Dan, you heard that. Rooney on the road. Oh, prediction for this one. Hunker Hamasais rides into town with his uh, cowboy hat, his cowboy boots, and steals a win away from the Texan boys. So I'll go Rooney with the reinforcements coming in, finding some form. Tough to tip against the New Yorkers on this one. Houston still having trouble finding points. So Rooney all the way on this one. And I'm about as impartial when it comes to Rooney as Brian is when it comes to the Arrows. I'm going with Rooney in this one by 15 points because they are going to start putting it all together. You heard it here first. And on that note, my friends, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Daniel, up in Montana. Yep, thanks a lot. I just got to go uh, throw some moose oil on the fire and get warmed up. You might be able to get that from the whale blubber salesman, Mr. Brian Ray, up in Nova Scotia, Brian. Prices are skyrocketing. It's a tight market out there. I don't know if we have anything to spare. It's been a pleasure, guys. And on that note... On behalf of Mr. Dan Power and Mr. Brian Ray, I'm Matt McCarthy at our San Diego Satellite Studio for Rugby Wrap-Up. Salute.